Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. This episode of Unfazed and Unbothered is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of these feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I know for me, therapy has been so important. Just being able to talk to somebody about what I'm going through has helped me through so many things, and it's making me the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com unfazed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unfazed. Hey, mamas. What the fuck is good? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead and hit subscribe, turn on them post bell notifications. New episodes drop every Thursday. It's free to listen wherever you get your podcasts, so there's no excuse. Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the reviews, okay? Thank you. Now, the past few weeks, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there is this new subscription service. I don't know what's that what's that about. I did not ask for that. I've actually asked for that to go away. I don't even know if I benefit from y'all getting a subscription. So there's that. But on Thursdays, it's not letting you listen on Apple Podcasts without the $3 subscription. But with that subscription, you get no ads. So if you hate the ads, shoot for the stars. But if you don't want to pay for a subscription, don't worry. 
Fridays, the episode is for free again. So, um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into the juice. Y'all having a good week? Great, beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, hot week? Uh, amazing to hear. Me too. Thank you for asking. Um, I got a few updates. I actually have this huge dry erase board that I got at the thrift store. It's like four foot tall, five foot wide. It's giant. It's giant. It's probably cost a hundred damn dollars, but I got it for seven. <laughs> I love a steal. A deal, if you will. The goodwill. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got some of my thoughts organized, so let's get into it. Starting off, uh, the Kava situation. If you follow my TikTok, you probably saw the video. Um, so basically, I was in line at Kava. Delicious, gorgeous, yummy, scrumdily umptious food. I'm probably going to go there again today. I've been going quite a bit this past week yeah I, I have just just um I, i'm just obsessed what can i say i love mediterranean i love greek um it's delicious so uh, i i was in line and i'm ordering now it was like 30 minutes to close so i don't know what the protocol is towards then like i'm i, I can imagine just like the Publix incident that happened last week in last week's episode. Um, I can imagine that they don't keep cooking to the very last minute. You know, it's just, it's not reasonable. They're going to throw away food. So there was one bag left of pita chips and I'm like, eyeballing them. They look delicious, you know? So I'm ordering my bowl and, uh, okay, please stop texting me. I'm ordering my bowl and I noticed the last bag of pitas. I'm like, oh, can I get those pitas? And the guy's like, oh, the last one. Now, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he can go make another one. But this lady behind me, like, started sucking her teeth. She's like, the last one? Like, y'all don't have any more? And she's trying to talk me out of these pita chips. She's like, uh, you sure you want those? Like, I love the pita chips. They're my favorites. I'm like, they are good. Yeah, I want them. She's like, you sure? Like, I come here for those pitas. You sure? Like, I'm like, bitch, what is, what's, what's up? I beat you to the pitas. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. And I'm just, I'm trying to maintain positivity. Like, I've not been ugly. I'm just like, yeah, I like them too, you know? And, uh, I guess she realizes that she's not getting them. I am. And she's like, but I I'm a woman. I'm like, same sis. She's like, no, I'm like, I'm like a real woman. I, I don't know if she thought that like, you know, I was being silly or what. Like, I know I don't care about pronouns, but you know, sometimes I will buckle down on them in situations like that. You're trying to pull the woman car, baby. You having a vagina is not going to earn you any special privileges. Okay. I, I don't understand. Um, yeah, so I said, well, I'm, I'm really getting these pitas. <laughs> and I did, I did. And I sat down and started eating them in an area where she would have no other choice but to pass me and see me eating those pitas. Now, I think I overheard the guy say he can make some more. But again, it was like close to closing. So I don't think they wanted to. So he, you know, I think he suggested to her like he can. And she said something like, I can't wait. Or like she didn't want to. I don't fucking know. I, I, I tuned out at that point. I got my pitas and that's all the fuck I know, bitch. Uh, but I shared the video on TikTok and hella people were telling me that didn't happen. You make these interactions up. You exaggerate things. You're a liar. I just, 
wish I lived in a world where I was so unbothered that I met other people's situations with such disbelief. Why would I make something like that up? It was not even that juicy to begin with. If I was going to lie, I would make it juicy, okay? It really wasn't that juicy. There are plenty of transphobes out there. There are plenty of people who pull that woman card, my grandmother being one of them. Love you dearly, Mimi, but she is. It's always, well, I'm a woman. Like when I lived with her at her house, we have, uh, we had like um some faucet on the sink that you could uh, press the nozzle and it would go between like being just a regular stream and like a shower type stream, right? She hated the shower stream. And uh, it ours would like jam up. And in order to unjam it, you would have to stick like a knife down the side and just kind of like, you know, give it a little play and it would pop back up and it would be in the right setting again. So every time it would get stuck, she would insist on me fixing it as if it's some daunting task. And she's like, well, I can't do this. I'm a woman. What? What does you being a woman have to do with your capabilities, especially something so simple like that? So I don't understand why so many people can't believe that there are people out there like that. It must be nice to live such an unbothered life. Now, personally, I I am not offended. I do not take offense to these things. I have said it millions of times, and I'll say it again. If you're not my mother, rest in peace, her soul, or you ain't dicking me down, I don't take shit to heart. I just, I don't. But I will have fun, and I will give you a taste of your own medicine. I, I would say I was pretty nice in comparison to some of my other Karen interactions I've had in the past. But uh, yeah, so many people were t- calling me a liar. I, I, I just don't understand why that was such like an unbelievable situation. Most of the most of the time when I go through these situations, I've filmed the situations. You know, um, sometimes I don't foresee a situation arising, so I'm not like thinking, oh, TikTok mode, but. I shouldn't have to always have documentation to be believed. You know, it's it's so silly. It, you know, I, I, anyways, moving the fuck on. Ripley's believe it or not, I don't give a fuck, bitch. Um, okay, so you know, thrift talk, keeping it real, keeping it real at the goodwill. Yeah. Um, it continues. Uh, a lot of people have vocalized their concern with my thrifting uh, addiction. How often do you go to the thrift store? What do you do with all this stuff? How does your house look? Are you a hoarder? Um, yeah, so it is a problem. It is. I, 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 I should probably seek help because it is a full-blown addiction. It, it really is. Um, I'm a little parched. I have so much shit. I do. And I'm looking around and it's getting a little overwhelming. It is. Uh, My space is not as big as it once was. So I am thinking about having maybe not a yard sale, uh, but there is a flea market in Atlanta um, at Starlight drive-in theater uh they do it every weekend i'm thinking about either going there or going to another flea market and just bringing 
so much shit that I just need to get rid of because uh, I don't have an issue with letting go. So I, I don't want to say I'm a hoarder. I feel like hoarders, maybe there's different levels to hoarding and, and maybe I am on the hoarding spectrum. Okay. The everything, there's a spectrum with everything. So maybe I am a hoarder because looking around, it's giving a little hoarder. Okay. I'm going to be 1000. I'm going to be honest with myself. Something that we all need to do. Have uncomfortable conversations with yourself. Be realistic. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I am a bit of a hoarder and you know, it's a generational problem that's been passed on from my great grandmother and I'm not being trying to be funny. It's, it's for seriously an issue in this family. Uh, my great grandmother grew up in the great depression. She did not have shoes sometimes to even go to school. I heard the horror stories growing up of her walking to school in the snow barefoot and people laughing and mocking her. And, you know, she was poor. She grew up poor with nine siblings and, uh, they grew everything that they ate and they, they slept on like haystacks and uh they lived in like a, a hut like you know uh so coming from that my grandmother and my uh great-grandfather they built a life of comfort um later in life and uh they 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 had a lot of money they saved a lot of money and they lived a beautiful life in comparison and you know listening to her uh, explain why she got to the point that she was, it, it all stemmed from her growing up in poverty and having nothing, right? And that issue has been passed on. My aunt, same situation. My uh, grandmother that I lived with has it the worst of everybody because at least my aunt and my nanny, rest in peace her soul, they were organized hoarders like everything was decorated beautifully it just was kind of you know a lot of stuff to look at a lot of stuff to take in it's not minimal it's just very all in your face and I too have that issue I do like to keep it tidy for the most part it is a little bit of a mess right now I'm going to keep it 1000 but uh that is where it comes from you know growing up also myself I, I, I wouldn't suggest that I was poor but I was definitely far from well off I was was raised going to thrift stores and uh, I've just always been a thrift junkie and so growing up now you know there were there were times when I was scraping change in the bottom of my 99 Honda Civic hatchback for McDonald's fries you know so uh, when I started making money online I had more resources and I had more more money to go buy things that I had never been able to buy. I had never been able to go on real shopping sprees. And uh, basically, you know, the, the, my house is now a product of me in my new life. Uh, it's not glamorous, so I'm not living the high life. Like I said, I, I still go to thrift stores still to this day. People ask me all the time, when you get famous, are you still going to go to thrift stores? Hell yeah. Hell yes, I will. Uh, but... Anyways, rant over about that. Uh, yeah, I do have a lot of stuff and I'm thinking about bringing it to a flea market and having a little, you know, a little a little clearing out moment because I, I could use it. I don't have a problem with getting rid of things whatsoever if I bought them. If they have sentimental value, I will keep it forever. I still have notes. I mean, I read some notes 
several episodes back from middle school, going back to middle school. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody gives me something, I'm very sentimental and I will, I will keep it till the end of time. But if I buy it personally, unless it's like valuable, if I buy it personally, just some little rinky dink trinket or something, I will get the fuck rid of it. If it's clothing, I will get rid of it. Okay. So I should do that. I really should because my house is looking like a department store again. It is. Yeah. I have all this space to myself, which, by the way, I be coming in my house sometimes and I'm like, wow, like I just opened the doors to my home. Like this is my place. And for some reason, I've I moved out in November and there's still a part of me that's like, like when I'll be working upstairs recording music, I like think to keep it down because I'm like, oh, fuck, Mimi's going to start yelling. No, the fuck she's not. Where's Mimi? Mimi's not here, bitch. This is your house. Sing it. Sing it out, baby. Sing it out. Uh so it is kind of it's kind of weird. It's even like even with driving, you know, I'm 28 years old. I started driving when I was like 17 or 18. And still to this day, sometimes I will be behind the wheel of my car. And I'm like, holy shit, like I have freedom. I can I can drive and do whatever. Like, holy shit, I'm not a child. Like I have the means to go and do whatever the fuck I want, which is just so crazy to me. Such a crazy concept. I guess it's like hard to wrap my head around the fact that I'm like a grown up adult now. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, even though I'm 28, I still feel like a child sometimes. Uh, I don't know what that's about. But um, yeah, maybe I've just got like a childlike spirit. I don't fucking know. But like, it still baffles me. Like, y'all gave me the keys to this fucking house. Yeah, this all me, bitch. So uh, I, I came in today after getting my Starbucks. And I'm like, oh, shit, bitch. We need to uh, consolidate some of this shit. So I think I'm going to do just that. So maybe that'll be like a little meet and greet moment with the girls. If you're an Atlanta girly, stay tuned uh, for more updates on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I did film one of my thrift store videos the other day and there was this little trinket box with Bambi and growing up I was obsessed with those little music boxes that you'd open up and the little ballerina would start dancing in them that's how y'all should have fucking known my ass was gay as fuck but I found one with Bambi and I was like oh my god Bambi is so cute and I fucking cranked that bitch up and Bambi had a full exorcism I, I don't know what the fuck was going on with Bambi but um I posted the video and so many of y'all were like, oh my God, tell me you got that Bambi. I would buy it from you. That would have been in my buggy so quick for shits and giggles. And I used to buy things ironically all the time. Like when I lived in this house with six fucking roommates, my entire wall to wall, like it was a fucking museum of just ironic things. Like I had all these uh, text signs that said the silly ironic shit all over them and like my whole wall to wall was just ironic things but then I stopped buying that kind of stuff but I say all that to say this the next morning I started it sat with me and I was like damn Cam you should have got that music box it was funny as fuck and uh I, I went back and it was gone it was gone so somebody got the possessed Bambi whoever you are out there congratulations I hope you're happy because I wanted it okay 
Anyways, uh, I, but I, I do have some stuff that I, you know, would like to share with y'all. You know, I, I a lot of people ask what I actually get because the majority of my thrift store videos is me just commentating on things and kind of being shady, which, by the way, a lot of people will stitch some of my videos and be like, uh, like, that's not true. Like this girl I, I had I had posted these uh, there was these like pumpkin patch pants. And I said, the girly who donated this is missing a front tooth. And she stitched it. And she's like, I, I have these pants and I have all my teeth. Like, took offense to it. Maybe I said, the girly who donated it. Looks like you haven't donated it. So it wasn't about you. If the shoe don't fit, don't lace it up, okay? Which, by the way, like, it's just silly entertainment, okay? It's not always shade. It's just, like, I see a person in my head. Like, spirit comes to me and is like, oh, this is what this person looks like. When I saw those pants, it took me to this... Uh, line cook that I worked with in the past. She was like this. Uh... Anyways, I just I saw her in my head wearing them. So I'm like this this belonged to a girly like that. And uh, yeah, so when I say these things, I'm like this belonged to an XYZ. It's not always shade. It's just what I see. Okay, I just call it how I see it. And like a lot of times I'd be picking things up and I'm like this the girly who donated this XYZ and I would buy the thing. I, I would actually wear it if it was my size or like it wasn't so worn the fuck out. There's been a thing or two. It's not always shade. It's just, you know. It's just what spirit be telling me. I, I don't know what to tell you, bitch. But uh, I, I, y'all, y'all be asking me for what I actually get. A lot of the time, I do go to these thrift stores just to film my videos, and I don't leave with anything. I don't find anything. But uh, I did go look for Bambi the other day, and I found this big ass dry erase board that was not there the night before. So I am glad that I went. Uh, but the thing I'm most excited about that I found this past week was this belt. Okay, so this is, a, what is it called? It was, it's brand new with the fucking tag. It was $245 originally by B.B. Simon, okay? Or B.B. Simone. I don't know. One of the two. Made in the U.S. It's Swarovski crystals all over it. It's cowhide. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. It says it's made in the U.S. I got it for 20 bucks. This rhinestone, beautiful, gorgeous belt. If you're an audio listener, you might want to tune in to the YouTube or, you know, Instagram. But uh, the full videos are on YouTube every week on Friday. So, uh, yeah. So I got that. That was my most prized purchase this past week. I got that at this thrift store that I had never been to. I might not ever go back. It was just a rinky-dink hole in the wall, which those are typically the best ones. They typically are the best thrift stores, but this one just wasn't giving. There wasn't anything in there. Um, Smyrna Thrift Store is what it was called. Yeah, so uh, I got that there. But the rest of the stuff I got at the Goodwill yesterday, I got this beaded... Uh, man, you know, the man bagged this and like bent it to hell and back. But anyways, it's like this... You can't really see the detail. It, they're very expensive. My grandmother had shit like this in her house all the time. You can't really see, but it's, it's, there's little beads sewn in. They're tiny little beads. It's very heavy. It's like, uh, you know, just something to put under little knickknacks on your coffee table or something. It's like a placemat, if you will. Gorgeous. Very gorgeous, heavy duty, expensive, old ass piece. But, uh, I got that. I also got this little mini rolling tray gorgeous it was a dollar it was literally a dollar oh my god i am obsessed with it i love it so much i'm gonna clean it up and uh you know 
put my Miss Oregano in there, which by the way, it was 420, you know, uh, a week ago. Oh yeah, the last episode was on 420. So I did in fact go and buy, uh, you know, I, I thought I was just gonna get me a little something to, you know, hold me over for the day, but then I saw they had like really good deals. So I couldn't turn up a whole ounce. Yeah. And I know some people are like, Camo, but I thought you stopped smoking. Yes, I did for a long period. I did. I didn't smoke for a long time. Uh, very proud of myself. And because I took such a tolerance break, I do get a lot higher. And I also bought a weed that wasn't like that intense. So um, I'm not like full-blown addict again. Uh, people say you, you can't get addicted to smoking weed, but yes, the fuck you can. You absolutely the fuck can. Um and I was, I was waking up, rolling up and smoking like five, six joints a day uh, when all was said and done. That's not healthy. It's not good for your voice. I've now gotten to the point where I might smoke at nighttime. I don't even smoke every day now, but I will say that when I smoke, I feel so creative. I do. I really do. I just get in my creative bag. And I think back to like all the times I was up all night recording music and the common denominator was I was high as fuck. I was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got Miss Oregano and I got this tray for her for $1 and I'm obsessed with it. It's so cute and gorgeous. What else did I get? I got this B. Mikowski bag. Uh, not like a super popular designer, but very well made, good quality leather pieces. I, I do love it. It was $4. It's like can be turned into a backpack or a shoulder bag and it's just cute and I love silver hardware. I love black leather and it, you know, it just was calling my name. It was. What else did I get? Oh, I got this cute vase. Oh my God. So um, it's precious, precious, precious. Mm -hmm. It was also a dollar. It's gorgeous. If you're an audio listener, this gorgeous vase with a little pink flower with some gold etching around the, you know, edges for some detailing. It's made in Japan. So it is, a, you know, an antique, gorgeous piece. I love well-made antique glassware. Uh, what can I say? My nanny taught me well. I love it. It's so gorgeous. I can't wait to decorate with it. But um, that's all I really got this. Well, that's not all I got, but that's all I got around me and want to talk about. So uh, I'm going to go on a break. I'm going to come back. I have more uh, notes. But the main premise of this episode is confidence. I get asked all the time how I am so confident, where my confidence comes from, and how I stay confident through all the bullshit. And I've touched base on this throughout the, the podcast, but it's been very like quick, like, oh, don't let no one tell you shit. Oh, you, you're a queen, you know, but I want to really get into like the psychology of confidence and how to grow it and how to fake it till you make it and really just want to give a full class course on confidence. So uh, I'm going to go on a break right now. I'm going to come back, finish my updates, and then I'm going to get into the confidence. So don't go anywhere. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode of Unfazed and Unbothered is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of these feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I know for me, therapy has been so important. Just being able to talk to somebody about what I'm going through has helped me through so many things, and it's making me the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com unfazed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unfazed. She's back. So also this past week, I attended my ex-girlfriend's wedding. Yeah, it was eighth and ninth grade. So it's nothing, you know, nothing serious, but um, beautiful wedding. It was this cute farmhouse wedding. It was decorated beautifully in a beautiful venue. The dresses were beautiful. Her dress was so beautiful. She looks so pussy. Alyssa, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations again. I love you so much, bitch. And like... Honestly, being there and being surrounded by that loving energy and, and and seeing somebody I care so deeply about go on to a new chapter in their life and start this new era, you know, a new life. She's got a whole new last name. She's got a husband. She's on her honeymoon right now. And seeing everyone there celebrating her and just feeling all that love, it, it put a lot of things into perspective for me. The past few years, I have been a bit of a recluse and I've been more to myself than not. I used to be very outgoing. I spent a lot of time with my friends, but I, I, I've i been desperate to better myself and put myself first for once and grow as an individual and really find myself. And by doing that, I have kind of shut a lot of my friends out, her being one of them. And and I, it's not okay. There's got to be balance, okay? You can focus on yourself. You can uh, work on yourself and make more time for you and your solidarity. But you still got to make time for the people that care about you, the people you care about. Because time, it, it just, it keeps on moving and uh, it's not slowing down anytime soon you never know what the future holds what tomorrow can who, who tomorrow can take you just don't know so 
you definitely need to be present. You, you've got to have balance. You, you can focus on your endeavors and yourself and your healing and your growing, but don't shut everybody out completely. And that's kind of what I've done. I've, I've really not been the best at being present, but being there with, with her and with all those people, it put a lot of things into perspective, how community is so important and how the people in your life are valuable, you know, and I, I love and appreciate her and our friendship more than I have expressed and uh, no love lost. She knows that no love lost ever, but I do need to, to be better about being present and being around because they deserve that, you know? So uh, it put a lot into perspective, but moving on, congratulations again, girl. Love you so much. I'm so happy for you. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of uh, Insecure. It's on HBO. I am in season four right now, so don't give me no spoilers. I, I know I'm very behind, but uh, it's great. It's so great. I'm obsessed with that show. Lots of great music in there, too. If you've not seen it i highly recommend um yeah but dave dave oh my god dave is like my favorite fucking show dave is actually the first show in my adult life that i have kept up with since the beginning and been invested in and like seen every episode literally i did not ever watch shows in my adult life. Like, you know, in childhood, sure, I, I was like, you know, I watched a lot of different shows. But in my adult life, I kind of swore off entertainment. But I watched Dave all the way through out from like the beginning of it. And I, I've been obsessed with it since the beginning. I've like, I eat that shit up. I, it's, it's, it's about Little Dicky. If you've never heard of it, you definitely should check it out and uh, watch it, binge it. It's great. It's season three right now. Thank God I've been foaming at the mouth for season three is finally here but uh i relate so hard to i don't know him personally but i i feel like he's really playing himself you know and it's really just kind of maybe it's a little exaggerated for entertainment purposes whatever but i he really plays himself i believe and i love that and i i relate to the character so hard him being such an overthinker and uh, stressing out about certain things and his love life and just all of it, like everything, like his whole character. I watch it. I'm like, holy shit. I feel, I feel heard. I feel seen. Uh, obviously he's a little different. He's, you know, we're not one in the same, but a lot of his, uh, you know, his tics, his personality traits, you know, like the last episode, he's like, involved with this girl and and she's like you are like painfully honest or something like that and that is kind of been like an issue in my life you know a lot of people think I'm too honest and I don't know if that's like like where that stems from why it is but I just I just say what the fuck is on my mind I've definitely gotten better about keeping some of my um comments to myself if it's not going to benefit but I'm naturally just a very blunt and open person and I I don't hold back people ask me 
how I'm doing. And I'm not one of those people who likes to fake it. You know, if I'm going through something, I'm I'm going to say it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going through and give you the nitty gritty details that you probably don't want to hear. And uh, I'm not going to put on a front or a facade or even if it makes somebody uncomfortable, I just, I'm, I've just always been so honest like that. And it has been a, a bit of a problem, but I look at him and his character and I'm like, oh my God, he's precious. It's, he's so funny. And, you know, even though he's like very out there and like, there's a lot of uncomfortable, awkward situations, I am obsessed no less. And so I started thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I give myself such a hard time for being just like this character and he's well received. People love him. They eat it up. Okay. So I hope a lot of you listening think that way about me, you know? Uh, and, and it's, it, when I had that epiphany, it kind of, it put things into perspective for me as well. You know, it, it made me think like, holy shit, so what if you're to this or to that? You're still you at the end of the day. And the only one that is thinking these negative things is typically you. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of haters out there. But you know what? They're my my motivators, okay? But uh, your self-talk, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't be as hard on myself. Uh, it is what it is. But I love, I love Dave. It's a great show. I highly recommend y'all watch that. But, um... Let's see. You know, fuck these updates. Oh, my God. Jerry Springer. Springer. Bitch, can you talk? Jerry Springer passed away today, apparently. Rest in peace, his soul. I used to get in trouble watching him growing up. Uh, true icon was lost today. Um, condolences. But I thought that was crazy. I, I woke up and saw that on Worldstar. I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Legend. R.I.P. But he lived a long life. So, um anyways i'm gonna go on another break really quick and then the next all the rest is gonna be confidence okay so stay tuned all right girls she's back let's get into the juice so what is confidence confidence is the belief in oneself and their ability to overcome and navigate through hardships obstacles with success okay prevailing it's it's really more about your ability and uh you know just your overall belief in yourself now i do have my dry erase board filled top to bottom with talking points i usually just speak from the heart but i don't want to miss anything so if i look like i'm just reading off a script i'm i'm reading from my board okay so these are my words but um confidence and self-esteem two different things they are closely related they do kind of come into play with each other but you know confidence is really more about one's ability and the belief you have in your in, in yourself you know your confidence your success um, while self-esteem is more, it's like a, a broad overall, uh, feeling of self-worth and how you value yourself, how you see yourself, how you 
you know, feel whether you're deserving of love and respect. So that's more self-esteem. You can be a confident person and lack self-esteem. And that is that that's been me. So I would say the majority of my life, I have been a pretty confident person, no matter what my physical state was. You know, I have lacked a lot of self-esteem, however, because physically I didn't feel in tune with my body. I didn't feel secure. I didn't feel like my body was sexy or deserving of love or desired. And so I have historically lacked uh, self-esteem quite a bit, but never confidence really, because I do feel secure in my abilities. You know, I'm a great songwriter. I am a great friend. I'm a great listener. I I give great advice. I'm present. Most of the time I know earlier in this episode, I talked about the past few years not being the most present, but uh, I've, I've been there for, I've been a lot of things for a lot of people. I have been through so much trauma, so many situations, and none of it has knocked me down. I continue to create, I continue to grow. And as a whole, I have a level of confidence because even when I didn't feel my best physically or emotionally, I did trust in myself that one day I could be the version of myself. I, I trusted in my personality and my charm and my talents to redeem myself. I have a lot of redeemable qualities, okay? So even though I have struggled with self-esteem, I don't think I've ever really lacked confidence, okay? Uh, I know that can get confusing, but they are different. They are, Um So where does confidence come from? It can come from inner power. What is inner power? Inner power is that driving force. You know, for me, it's music. It's it's what makes you feel whole. It's it's what makes you feel good. So look within yourself and ask yourself, what is it that sets my soul on fire? What makes me feel good? And when you you know, partake in that or whatever it is for you, you can grow confidence. You know, confidence can be developed and it can grow over time. So it's, it's not gotta be like an overnight thing. Uh, if you weren't born with it, you can, you can, you can grow it. It's okay. You can start today. So inner power is one wisdom and experience, having the knowledge and whatever you are invested in or whatever conversation you're presently having, having wisdom and the experience to chime in, to articulate your point, uh, that can give you confidence. If If you're not sure of what you're saying, what you're selling, it's going to come, it's going to come off as insecure or lacking confidence because, you know, confidence really is key. They say confidence is key. Confidence, it is key for so many things. When you, you know, walk into a room and you are selling a product or you're selling yourself or an event or whatever the case may be, when you can 
demonstrate confidence in what you're saying and your body language and eye contact, all of that, people are more likely to buy into what you're saying, what you're suggesting. If you go on stage and you're very timid and you are supposed to be hosting, I don't know, some inspirational something. Well, I don't fucking know. I'm just pulling something out of my ass. But you know what I'm saying? If you go up there and you try to sell a point or something, but you don't have the confidence to sell it, people are going to scratch their heads. They're going to look at you funny. They're going to be like, oh, this person's full of shit. They don't seem like they know what they're talking about. So having wisdom and, and having experience in certain things, it can help confidence. Um, your appearance can also help with confidence. You know, you, you don't have to be fit, swole or whatever. I, I don't necessarily mean that, but take care of yourself, you know, take care of your hygiene. When you feel good, you look good and vice versa. When you look good, you feel good. So just getting up and putting forth the effort to be presentable, regardless of where you are physically. I mean, even when I was a big, big person, there were days that I felt pretty confident because I got up, I put a little makeup on, I brushed my teeth, my hair, I smelt good, I put my outfit together. I mean, it was all thrifted. It's not like you got to go out and spend a, a fortune to look good. I mean, just don't leave the house looking like you don't give a fuck, you know, put forth the effort in your appearance. But personally, I lacked a lot of self-esteem historically because of my weight and I didn't feel desired and sexy, you know. So a lot of my newfound confidence is coming from me growing and, and being a more active person, you know, I, 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 like I said, I got down to like 180 something and now I'm back at like 207. So I, I, I've kind of fucked up a little bit. You know, I moved out thinking I'm going to stay on this track of working out and getting fit. And I moved out and I kind of got lax. I did. Um, that's okay. That's okay. Have realistic conversations with yourself. Be brutally honest with yourself. You know, I, the past few weeks have kind of felt a little insecure at times because some of my clothing hasn't been fitting. You know, I, I bought a lot of clothing when I got small and some of it is a little tight and it's not looking as good and flattering on me. And so I, I had to have these brutal conversations with me. I will say since the last episode, I have lost some weight. I've done better about not eating late at night, not eating too much, not gorging myself. You know, binging has always been kind of a problem of mine. So I've been making better choices. Uh, I've been more active. I've been getting out and walking more. I've been going to the gym harder. And those things are bringing my confidence up. It's, it's, it's helping with my confidence and my self-esteem. You don't have to be fit. You don't have to be skinny. You don't have to be anything you don't want to be that doesn't make you confident. There's skinny people who lack confidence. There are fit people who are crippled with insecurities. But what makes you feel good? 
is what you should do. So me personally, this is not me pushing anything on anybody. If you don't want to be thin, if you don't want to be fit, you don't have to be. But personally, I lack self-esteem when I don't look in the mirror and think, damn, I look good. And some people can be as big as I was or bigger and still feel that feeling of, oh, bitch, I'm that bitch. I just didn't. I felt good with my abilities. I felt good with my talents. I felt good with my personality and my charm for sure. But I didn't feel fully present in my body because I was constantly overthinking in my head how I looked and how my clothing was fitting me. So I've had to have, personally, I've had to have conversations with myself this past week and be brutally honest. Like, why did I get to this point? Why, why did I start this fitness journey in, in the, in, to begin with? You know, why did I let myself kind of slip away again? And do I want to get nearly 300 pounds again? Or do I want to finish what I started? That's what I want. I want to finish what I started. So I have done better this week. I had to have a little reevaluation. I think every few months you should have a realistic conversation with yourself and look at your life as a whole, the decisions you've been making recently, what you're doing to benefit your goals and get you closer to them and how you can do better ongoing, reassess the situation. You know, I had goals in mind for this year and some of them I have not been on top of and it, it it was upsetting to have that talk with myself for sure but I gotta get my head back in the game and so do a lot of you so have those uncomfortable conversations with yourself now I'm back on track it's okay a little slip up here and there but my goal is to get fit I see myself in my head with more muscle definition. I don't want to be like some big bodybuilder. That's not what I want. But I do want to have a flat stomach and have definition and be more toned and feel good about the way I'm, I move and I not worry about how my clothing hugged my body when I raised my arm like that or moved this way. And those things come into play with confidence. You know, the way you, your, your posture, your body language, all can determine or measure confidence. You know, you see somebody who's, they, they're tight, they're, they got, they're timid, they got their head down, they aren't making good eye contact, they're looking all around the room, they're avoiding people. <clears throat> that reads as insecure, lacking confidence. So even if you don't have the most confidence or you don't feel feel the most confident. There are ways to fake it till you make it. And 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 a lot of the times like with manifestation, you know, you got to start living, you got to start treating yourself like you're already there. So right now presently, I'm not physically where I want to be. But does that mean that I am not deserving of love and respect? Does that does that mean that I should shelter myself, hide myself like a recluse? Does that mean that I should be insecure and timid? No. Accept where you are and show yourself grace. And that's what I'm doing. But this past, you know, the past two year, year and a half now, it's really been a journey for me to fully step into my security, being secure in myself and having 
more self-esteem and, and just a stronger sense of confidence. Um, so, you know, historically, I, I've kind of labeled myself as awkward in social situations. And that's something you got, you got to stop. You, you've got to stop having these self-deprecating thoughts and, and, and selling yourself short and saying, oh, I'm just a weirdo. I'm this, I'm that. Like, you know, sure, time or two, like, I'm not perfect. I'll say something like that. I'm a little quirky, whatever. But for the most part, you got to stop selling yourself short. I, I would tell people, oh, I'm just fucking awkward. And then I would make things awkward with like my body language. And that's something I'm working on. Use body language, move, slow movements. Don't be so erratic. You know, don't, now you just look like a fucking weirdo. You look, you look all over the fucking place and people are like, what the fuck's going on? Okay. So body language, eye contact are very important for confidence for sure. Um, Let's see. So how to build confidence, you know, avoid things that affect your self-esteem people. There are people who are constantly bringing you down, whether they try to or not, whether they admit that they're pushing your buttons or not, whether it's just a behavior or whatever, a certain setting, maybe a job is, is hurting your self-esteem. Maybe your parents, whatever, Avoid things that are interfering with your self-esteem because the last thing you need is a constant reminder of your insecurities. So you don't want to be reminded constantly that, oh, you know, this person feels this way about me, so it must be true. Stop thinking like that. Think of the positives. Think of your redeemable qualities. Start focusing more on your strengths than your weaknesses and stop letting past experiences rob you of the present moment, okay? So so what if this person told you you were XYZ? Do they define who you are? No. So if, if, if there are people, friends, family, coworkers, a job, a setting, whatever, that rob you of your self-esteem, avoid that. Okay. Um, be curious, you know, and learn, engage with others. That is, that is one way to, uh, help build confidence because, you know, practice makes perfect. So if you are in a social setting and you're not engaged, you're not interested, you're, you're kind of quiet and shy, that is going to register as, insecure or you have nothing to really offer. But if you insert yourself, you ask questions. It might be intimidating at first, okay? Like I said, this is it's a process. It you you can develop this more and more over time. So just try, just put yourself out there a little more. Engage, ask questions because then people are like, "You know what? Like they care. They're interested, they're confident, they they seem chill, they seem present and you know, be curious." ask questions that that can definitely help stop self-deprecating I already talked about that be yourself 100% I know that is so cliche but be 100% authentically yourself candidly and honestly because that way you kind of minimize your risk you know if you are constantly putting on a show or not being yourself it leaves all this room for people have seen you in a certain light or 
you can't keep up with the lies or you can't keep up with the energies that you were presenting at one point or another. And so it can complicate relationships, friendships, and just life in general. So when you are fully committed to being yourself and authentically yourself without giving a fuck what somebody else is going to think or not. So what if this bitch has an opinion of, of you? What if, so what so somebody has, somebody has an opinion of everybody out there, you know, everybody has an opinion on somebody, my bad. Uh, but who cares if you are fully yourself and you are secure in yourself and you accept that this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be. And I, you gotta be, you gotta be proud of that. You gotta be proud of who you are. And, and when you fully step into that power and, and fully commit to that, so what if somebody doesn't like you or so what if a certain situation was weird or not, at least you can say you put your best foot forward and you can know that you at least know who you are. There are, are a lot of people out there who are perceived as confident. They might have it all and seem like they've got it all. They're crippled with insecurities. Okay. They just are better at faking it. Okay. So, um, if you are fully yourself, it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. So yeah, you might not be friends with this person you wanted to be friends with or date this person you wanted to date because you were authentically yourself. But then you're going to find a friend or a partner or a job that really accepts you and values you and celebrates you as is. And that entail will in turn will make you feel more confident. It, it will. So be yourself. Okay. Um, oh man, I can't read my handwriting. Stop comparing. There we go. Stop comparing yourself to other. We're all on a different, uh, different timeline. Social media has really been detrimental to a lot of people's mental health because of the comparing. You see this person post this beautiful lifestyle. You see them post the highlights of their life and you think, holy shit, I am lacking. I don't have it all together. I'm not doing enough. I'm not far enough in life. And when you do that, you are really hurting yourself. You've got to stop doing that. We are all on a different timeline. We all have different seasons for different reasons, okay? So it might not be your time to shine right now, but it will be. Have faith and trust in the process, okay? So stop comparing yourself to other people because I'm telling you, everybody's got their baggage. Everybody's got their shit. Everybody is going through something, whether they let you see that or not, whether they post about it, uh, whether they talk about it, even if it's not comparing online, comparing in person, you know, there are a lot of people who you, you see and you're like, Oh, I wish I could trade lives with them. They, they seem like they've got it all. And they just, they seem so great. I'm telling you a lot of those people, they go home and they hate themselves. So don't compare yourself because you never really know what it's like to be somebody else. All you know is you and how to be you. So be the best you. If you're going to be you, be the best you. Stop comparing. You're great. You have qualities that other people don't. You have advantages. Others don't. We all are unique individuals. And that is what makes the world beautiful. So be content with being yourself and stop comparing your life and your circumstances and your luxuries and your whatever, anything. Stop comparing yourself at all to other people. It's just not healthy. It's not good for your confidence, your self-esteem, and it's not good for your healing, your growth. And it's just not, it's not 
productive or positive. So yeah, uh, take initiative, okay? Uh, if you can take initiative, if you can really put yourself out there and get the ball rolling, people will see that and admire that. That is that is a very confident trait to have, taking initiative and uh, just fucking doing it, you know? You're not always going to succeed. You're not always going to be a success. Not everything is going to work out perfectly. I mean, I had bigger hopes for this podcast, but here we are. It's not what I expected, but I still get enough messages from people that really take things from it that keep me going. It's a driving force for me. So uh, accept things as is, but take initiative, okay? Take the initiative to get the ball rolling. Go out there, put yourself out there um, and have realistic expectations. When you put unrealistic expectations on yourself, you're really hurting your mental you you i could have said like oh at this point i'm gonna be ripped and then this time around comes and you're not and now you're like well fuck it i give up when you make realistic expectations with obtainable fulfillable goals you can recognize your achievements more you're you're you can celebrate more because you're like holy shit like i set out a goal and i fucking went for it and I fulfilled it. Okay. So, uh, baby steps. All right. Be realistic. You, you can't make it all happen overnight. Okay. So, uh, realistic expectations. Let's see. Um, some, so some things that kind of register as insecure or lacking confidence would be submissive behavior. And I'm not, I'm not talking sexually, but being passive and submissive, you know, somebody, is kind of like a bully to you and you're or you're a pushover or a doormat or you know you you kind of are a yes man i've been guilty of a lot of those things i'm not perfect uh but when you are when you have a reputation of being like that uh people will take advantage of you they see you as insecure and they see you as a target and they will absolutely use you to your benefit to their benefit because why not You've made yourself so available. You're 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 very passive. You're very submissive. Somebody tells you to, to do something, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I do, I got you. No, be firm, be secure in yourself. Um, being overly sensitive to criticism. Nobody wants to hear criticism, but you've got to be open minded to criticism. Okay, because I personally, you know. I've not really taken offense back in the past, like in high school, I was putting out a lot of music. I am very self-aware. It was trash. At this point, I listen to it and I'm uncomfortable. Okay. But the confidence right there, I had the confidence to do it. I took initiative. I put it out there. So I felt great. I felt very confident because I was doing something not a lot of people in my school were doing. And, you know, looking back, the lyrics were great. I had a great flow. I had, you know, I had great ideas, but um, overall, they were just not good projects to, to put out there. And people let me have it. People did ridicule me. People did tear me apart online. Uh, but there were also a lot of people who just made suggestions and told me, oh, it would sound better if you did this, if you tried a little harder here, if you put forth a little more effort here, if you avoided this style, you know, and I listened to that. I did over time. I, I really took note of everything people were saying to me, every little critique that somebody 
uh, presented to me. I took it in. I, I swallowed my pride. And, you know, it, it didn't always feel good, but it did fuel my fire. So don't be overly sensitive to criticism. That doesn't mean that you can't, like, you know, have a level of defense, you know, if, if something doesn't really align or you, or you you might feel like this person is full of shit or they're just, like, being spiteful or, you know, uh, you can you can give them a rebuttal for sure. But uh, everybody has opinions everybody has different opinions so uh when you put yourself out there when you're doing something expect criticism not everybody's going to be on board with who you are and what you do so uh be secure in yourself when you are constantly on the defense and you're constantly like if someone tells you oh you know i don't really like this about you or i don't like that and you're like well and you just start attacking them and you get very aggressive you look insecure Okay, nobody's perfect. Maybe there's some truth in what they're saying. So take note of it, okay? Uh, not taking a compliment. That's something I've struggled with. People come to me and they give me great compliments. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, you're too sweet. You don't have to say all that. No, take a fucking compliment. Someone tells you you're hot. Someone says you look good today. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, back in the day, it's, somebody might compliment my nails and they'd be like, oh, your nails look so great. I love that set. And I'd be like, oh yeah, they would, they're all right, but this one's kind of crooked. And you know, but shut the fuck up. Shut up. Oh, your this song sounds great. Oh uh, yeah. you know, like it sounds like shit because X, Y, Z take the compliment. Okay. If someone is complimenting you, take it for what it is. Don't, are you sure? Really? Like, don't seem surprised. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then offer one back genuinely. Okay. Like don't, don't just be a liar. Don't, don't just be, you know, uh, but body language, I already kind of mentioned that body language is, is, uh, it is imperative. I would say, cause like I said earlier, when you're timid and shy and you're not moving around and you're just like frozen, you look insecure. So use body language, stand tall, be proud, have your head high look out. Don't put your head down. That's something I used to do all the time. I, I, I tried to avoid eye contact because I was lacking self-esteem. And so I just assumed that everybody was going to look down on me or think less of me or think I was ugly or weird. And you know, a lot of people do, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Now I really don't give a fuck. I, back then, like I played like I didn't give a fuck and I still to a level didn't give a fuck. But um, now. I, I hold my head high wherever I go. I don't let others intimidate me with their hot physique or their successes or their their security, their whatever they've got, their you know material items. I don't I don't let those things intimidate me or make me feel less than or behind because it's just not the case. You know, I am an amazing person. I have a lot of great qualities and I have to recognize that and so do you so hold your head up high you are one of a kind you are the only one out there of your kind okay there's no other you out there and when you finally accept that and realize that you are more than just one thing or another you're not just your body you're not just your voice or this or that we all have insecurities we all have uh you know, things that we'd like to change about ourselves. And a lot of it we can change, you know? So if, if there's something you're struggling with, 
then take that initiative to change it, to better yourself. Uh, But in the meantime, hold your head up high. We're all on this journey of life and there's no reason for you to feel less than. But I understand because a lack of confidence, it can stem from experience. And like, you know, for instance, if I were to go in certain uh, places, like let's say like Bass Pro, for instance, very uh, conservative demographic that shops there. When I go in there, I can almost always expect, not that I go there regularly, but you know, the times I've been in there, I can almost for certain expect people to turn their nose up to me. Um, so fuck, I forgot. Where, damn. I just lost my train of thought. Damn. Bitch, where, where was I going with that? Holy shit. God damn. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? Hopefully. Uh, oh, hold your fucking head up high, okay? There's no need to walk around like a chihuahua with his tail tucked. There's no reason for you to feel like they're like you're less than because you're, you're just not, okay? So hold your head up high regardless. Show yourself grace. And uh, yeah, you're going to do great. So why is confidence key, though? Because everybody says confidence is key. Confidence is key because, one, it helps with your credibility. It helps with uh, your ability to lead, to take the floor. You know, Um, it can help in your relationships when you're unsure of yourself, when you are doubtful, when you are not present and you're constantly overthinking or something. It shows. It shows. So when you have confidence, wherever it stems from, when you have confidence, it will help your relationships. It will help your performance. It'll help your uh, credibility, your your trustability, if you will. You know, people are more likely to trust what you're selling and saying when you have or appear confident. So, um Make sure you've got all your ducks in a row. If you're if you're going to host an event, if you're going to have a speech, if you're going to have a presentation at school or whatever the case may be, you know, make sure that you know what it is you're talking about. You are you've got everything you need to make it a success so that you can be at ease, so you can be present and you can be comfortable because if you're uncomfortable people will see that in in your body language your movements your eye contact if you're uncomfortable it will register and people will see you as insecure or lacking confidence so um confidence really is key so if you're gonna do something commit and make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability and be curious be open-minded learn grow expand your vocabulary read a book i'm not great at reading but i actually did just order a book on amazon i'm very proud of myself i'm waiting it's supposed to get here today and i can't wait to start reading it i already forgot what it's about i think some some about being an artist i fucking forgot but uh, i saw somebody promoting it on tiktok and i was like you know what i need that book i need that book um yeah also be firm in yourself you know uh if you like i said earlier if you are kind of submissive and you allow people to push you around, uh, that comes off as lacking confidence. So uh, be firm in your beliefs. Be firm in 
your self-love. Don't let somebody push you around. And when you set boundaries and you set forth expectations and uh, you don't settle for less, settling for less, you know, is it's can't do that. You can't be doing that in these streets. Uh, when you are firm, though, people will respect you more, you know, so stop giving people 15 chances. You know, people fuck up. People make mistakes. People say things wrong. Things come out the wrong way. People, nobody's perfect. So um, balance is key. You know, you, you've got to find the balance of being, you know, um, forgiving, but also being firm. And, you know, so be firm. Don't don't just like give people chance after chance after chance because they're just not going to respect your boundaries. And if they're not doing that, then you are going to appear as lacking security because like who's going why would they stop walking all over you if you're allowing them to do so so when you are firm and you say you know what? i don't like that I would use your voice speak up you have a voice and you should i gotta take note of that too sometimes you know i do a pretty good job but there are times where i'm in certain situations romantically or with friends and i'm just like oh i, I don't want to speak up because i don't want to sour the mood or i don't want to make this person feel a certain way or i don't, don't want to lose this person speak the fuck up if something is bothering you speak up the worst that'll happen is they'll get upset and they'll take note of it and hopefully better themselves and if they don't well then like i said earlier you might not they might not stick around but at least you know you'll be you know that the next person you're dealing with or being friends with in whatever capacity that you're dealing with somebody, at least you know that they they got the real you. Okay, so speak the fuck up. Be firm, all right? Huh. Anything else? Let's see. Okay, confidence versus cockiness because those are different. However, they can be confused for one or the other at times confidence confident people are typically more positive and they're more encouraging okay so yes somebody who is insecure or lacking confidence they might see a confident person and think oh this person thinks they're the shit they think they're better than me they think that they're above this or beep beep pop pop boop 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 and that person doesn't think like that whatsoever. I have had people in my life. I have been very encouraging to them. I lifted them up. I gave them so much of my time, my energy. And they did not see or they saw me as, oh, this person thinks that they're better or above. No, not not at all. I don't think that way. I'm not above anybody. I, I am no better than the next man. Okay. I am not above anybody. Nobody is above anybody. So when you're confident, you are more likely to encourage others. And whether they, you know, receive that or not, is that's on them. So when you're a cocky person, though, or more arrogant, you're likely to be more critical of others. And, oh, yeah, well, you know, you'll see somebody post something. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, I did that better. Or, oh, these this person is X, Y, Z. Like, oh, that's that video was shit. That picture was shitty. Look how they look or whatever the case may be. I've got it more. I'm better. I'm ahead. That is 
arrogance that's cockiness and that also is just insecure you're you're if you're i feel like if you're arrogant you're really deep down you're insecure so don't confuse the two you can be confident as fuck without being arrogant or being cocky you know when you're cocky you're more like you know there's absolutely no room for error or at least you act like there's no room there's always room for error okay never say never bitch uh you act like your shit don't stink. You act like you're above people. You're you're typically, uh, you know, easily irritated by people just living life and being themselves. And you know, you you act like you're above. That's not confidence, right there. That's that's cockiness and arrogance, and it's not cute whatsoever. So, uh, don't fear that you may be too confident, because really i don't think that's the case i mean maybe maybe some people have a little more confidence than you might think they should but that's that's a them thing that's not for you to decide okay wherever their confidence is coming from great as long as they are putting their best foot forward and they're being a pleasant person they're encouraging you so what if you think oh that person shouldn't be as confident as they are whatever who cares you sound insecure. Maybe you are better. Maybe you are prettier. Maybe you are. Who cares? You don't have to vocalize that. You, you just don't. Uh, so yeah, that's my course. Um, kind of okay. So I, I'll say this. Um, I I feel like confidence can come also. Like I said from like wisdom earlier, <coughs> and I had this thought last night. I was watching this TikTok. And this uh, person was like having a baby shower and they lit a flame underneath this balloon, this humongous balloon. And it exploded. It exploded so fucking hard. And all of the comments were like, someone didn't study or didn't pay attention in chemistry. Somebody missed that. And you know what? When I saw it, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? I'm not very book smart, but I'm street smart. Okay. So kind of a kind of a little off uh topic slightly related there is a difference between being book smart and street smart and you can be one or the other and be successful okay so like i say that because i have a friend who is more book smart but they are not very street smart whereas i'm street smart and not really book smart okay so there has been a lot of times in the past where this person will prove a point with knowledgeable facts and they're like see i'm not as as dumb or i'm not dumb or i i they like are going out of their way to like prove to me that they're smart and then i've on the flip been guilty of the same thing where like i'll have some like life hack or some street smart situation and they're like oh really i'm like yeah see i'm not dumb just be yourself okay some people are book smart some people are street smart some people are both um it's okay if you don't know a bunch of fun facts it's okay if you're not knowledgeable in science and uh chemistry and math i'm not whatsoever does that mean I'm dumb? No. I, I, I can tell you how to uh, authenticate 
a designer handbag from a mile away. I can write you a great song. I There's a lot of things I can do that somebody else can't do and vice versa. So I guess that just goes to the comparing aspect. I just thought I would put that in there. I don't fucking know why anyways. Take from it what you will. Take nothing if you do. I don't care. But anyways, that is my course on confidence. I hope this helped. I hope you took something from it. And yeah, I love you. Be great. Do great things. And um, live, laugh, love. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.